Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. You're listening to the sermon cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at peopleschurchvancouver.org. Now for this week's sermon. Amen, amen. I'm so humbled to be in this place this morning. I want to give God all the glory, the honor, the worship, and the adoration because he alone knew of this day even before I was formed in my mother's womb. Hallelujah. I want to honor our senior pastor, Pastor Larry, and his beautiful wife. Amen. I also want to thank, is it Carol? For Claire, yes. And uh, Dolores, even for uh, connecting me to the servants of God in this place. I also want to honor all the servants of God in this place in the name of Jesus. And to all of you in here, I want to appreciate God for your lives. For I know we shall inherit the same kingdom of God together. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. As you know, I'm coming from the other continent, the continent of Africa. Hallelujah. Amen. Created by God himself. (laughs) Uh, I want to encourage the church of Jesus Christ about prayer. Amen. And um, the title of uh, my message this morning is coming from the book of First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17 where the Bible says pray without ceasing. So that is our title this morning. Pray without ceasing. When you look at ceasing, there are a lot of things that can cause someone to cease. You may be tired on the way that can cause you to cease. Hallelujah. Because of pressure. That can cause you to cease. You know we are living in the day and time when things are tough. That can cause someone to cease. But I still came to encourage somebody that pray without ceasing. Because that's what the Bible tells us. Hallelujah. And I believe we are children of the word. Glory be to God. I'll read from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 25, from verse 17 to verse 18. Deuteronomy, chapter 25, verse 17 to verse 18. The Bible reads, Remember what Amalek did unto you, by the way, when you were come forth out of Egypt, how he met you, by the way, and smote the hindmost of thee even all that were feeble behind thee when you were faint and weary and he feared not God. May God bless the reading of his word. I just want to pray. 
king of Zion, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the ancient of days, the rock of ages, the I am, the God who was, who is, who is yet to come. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that may you alone take full control of the preaching and the hearing of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father in heaven, I set aside that you may take your place. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. We read about Amalek here. The Bible is saying, uh, he's reminding, rather telling the Israelites how Amalek attacked them and he attacked them he attacked those that were behind those that were weary those that were faint they are the ones that Amalek attacked now who is Amalek when we read in the book of first chronicles chapter 1 verse 36 we find that Amalek was the grandson of Esau when we go back in the book of uh, Genesis chapter 25 from verse 29, we read about Esau. Esau was the twin brother to Jacob. You know, when Rebekah was pregnant for his two sons, for her two sons, the Bible says there was struggle in the womb. And as there was struggle in her womb, she inquired of the Lord about that struggle. And God spoke to to Rebecca to say that she was carrying two nations and that was the struggle which was going on. And those two nations, the Bible says that uh, two, two nations, the, 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 the elder was going to save the younger. Now I'm not going to go into details because of time. So as those two uh, uh, children were born, the Bible goes on to tell us one of him was Jacob, who was the younger, and Esau was the eldest son. So there was a time when Esau had gone out in the field. So when he came back, he was weary, he was tired, he was hungry, and he found that his younger brother, Jacob, had prepared a thick soup. And he asked for that soup. And Jacob told him that I can only give you this soup in exchange of your birthright. If you can sell your birthright to me, then I'm ready to give you the soup. And to Esau, to him at that time, the, the, the birthright was of no use. So he said, you can go ahead and have my birthright because I'll, I'll soon be dying. So you can have it. Just give me the food. They exchanged the birthright. And as time went by, the Bible tells us that uh, Isaac, the father, was growing old. And it was time for him to release the blessings. And it happened that the blessings were given to Jacob, the youngest son. And that pained Esau that he started planning to kill Jacob. This is where now our story is coming from. So now when we look at Esau, he started fighting for his inheritance. And he has continued fighting for his inheritance. That's why now we see Amalek. 
attacking the Israelites. Why is Amalek attacking the Israelites? Amalek is coming from Esau. He is the grandson of Esau. So it has continued fighting for the inheritance. And now what are they using? They are using the same weapon which was used on Esau. Because when Esau was tired, when Esau was faint-hearted, that was when he sowed his birthright. So that same weapon is the same weapon they are using on the children of Israel. Because it attacked those that were faint-hearted, those that were weary, those that were at the hindermost. Hallelujah. We move on to the book of uh, uh, Exodus chapter 17. From verse 8, we read the story, the same story of Amalek. Hallelujah. Because there the Bible says, when the children of Israel were camped at Rephidim, Amalek attacked them. And when you look at camping, it's because they were tired. They were on the journey, coming from the uh, oppression of the Egyptians. So as they were traveling, going back to the promised land, they got tired. And as they got tired, the Bible says they camped at Rephidim. And as they camped at Rephidim, they Amalek attacked. So when Amalek attacked them at Rephidim, here now we see Moses. Moses is the servant of God. So Moses spoke to Joshua that go with the men to fight against Amalek whilst I go up to the mountain. And I will lift my hands unto the Lord. So when Moses went to that mountain to lift his hands unto the Lord, I see Moses praying. I see Moses taking the posture of prayer. I see Moses taking the posture of intercession. I see Moses lifting Israel unto the king of glory. Hallelujah. I see Moses praying without ceasing. Why do I say without ceasing? Because the Bible tells me that as Moses lifted up his hands, the Israelites were prevailing. When they were fighting, they were prevailing. But because Moses was human, he would definitely get tired. So the moment he would bring his hands down, the Bible tells me that the Amalekites started prevailing. So when Moses got tired, when Moses could not pray anymore, the Amalekites started prevailing. I came to encourage somebody that pray without ceasing. Pray without stopping, no matter how hard it may be. Be encouraged to pray without ceasing. If maybe you are a prayer, a, a somebody who prays standing, when it is hard to stand, you can sit. When it is hard to sit, if it means crawling, be encouraged to crawl. Hallelujah. The enemy attacks us. And he, you know, they are tired. 
times when we feel tired and we tell ourselves, I am tired. I think I can't pray now. I'll pray later or I'll pray tomorrow. But when you receive even a phone call from somebody, you gather strength to speak, which you were failing to speak to your father who is in heaven. Pray without ceasing. Because when you get tired, when you get weaker, that is when the enemy attacks the most. But we refuse him in the name of Jesus. We are praying the strength of the most high to be upon each one of us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, uh, the, 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 uh, Aaron and her, they could see that what was happening. So they were there to lift the hands of Moses so that he may continue in prayer. Hallelujah. Moses was the leader at that time. Be encouraged. Be encouraged to lift the hands of the pastor. Hallelujah. He is also human. He needs the strength of God. He is human. There are times that he also becomes weary. There are times that he can also faint. But your prayers will make a difference in his life. He needs your support in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. May you be the Aaron and the her of our generation. Glory be to God. Even us, we are being called, you and I, we are being called to be a Moses of our time. Lifting one another. Let us lift one another. We lift each other in prayer. When you don't see a brother, you don't see a sister in the house of God lift them in prayer even when you see them like we have seen each other today when we go home let us go and lift each other that even next Sunday people may come hallelujah that we may continue to fellowship together in the name of Jesus hallelujah 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 we need to lift each other in prayer Hallelujah. We are living in the day and age when things are tough, when things are difficult. You know, those years, maybe only one country would be attacked. Maybe only one continent would be attacked. But not in this day and age. Every continent has been attacked by the same COVID. Hallelujah. Now when you look at uh, COVID attacking every continent, I see the enemy teaming up. The enemy in Africa, the enemy in America, Asia, Europe, Australia teaming up so that they attack. But I came to encourage us that if we can rise up as children of the Most High in every continent, uniting in prayer, things will be different. In the name of Jesus, you just rise up on your feet and you lift the continent of Africa. As I am in Africa, I'm lifting the continent of America. Hallelujah. Somebody in Asia is lifting the continent of Europe. Let us pray without ceasing. What can cause us to cease? 
It hasn't been easy. The past two years, it has been tough. Some may get tired on the way. We have been praying against this COVID, but situation is not changing. Be encouraged that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against rulers of darkness in the heavenly places. We cannot see with our physical eyes what is going on in the spiritual realm. Who told you that things are not happening? It is happening. Hallelujah. And I am saying these two years, it has been difficult, which may cause someone to get tired on the way. The songwriter says, we are on the gospel highway. (laughs) Traveling in the spirit of the Lord. It's a hard and a tough road. But we know that we'll soon be getting there. We are getting there. Jesus is on our side. Jesus is our strength. We refuse to give up. We refuse to surrender. We refuse to faint on the way. Hallelujah. We know that we shall lift each other. We shall hold each other by our hands. When I see my sister falling, I'll pull her because that sister is also pulling me and we shall continue. What we say no to is to lie down. We say no to to hold back. We say no to going back. Even when we look at the Israelites, when they were coming from the oppression of the Egyptians, the Bible tells me that as they were up going, I'm sure they were rejoicing that now we've been delivered. And they saw the Red Sea in front of them. When they looked back, thinking maybe let's go back, they saw the Egyptians pursuing them. Hallelujah. And when you look at human thinking, you tell yourself that this is the end of me. This is the end of me. But we want to thank God for his servant Moses, who told them that stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. The Egyptians you see today, you shall see no more. May I declare and decree that the corona we see today, we shall see no more. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible tells me that some trust in chariots, others trust in horses, but we choose... To remember the name of the Lord, the name that is above every other name, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess his lordship. I'm talking about the name that is above Corona, because before Corona was, Jesus was, the Bible tells me that he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. The first and the last. The firstborn over all creation. Glory be to God. Pray without ceasing. Pray without stopping. Even when you pray and the situation is still there. Still pray without ceasing because we are living in the day and age when human effort cannot work. When human intellect has failed. We are living in the day and age when we need the divine. 
Only the divine can answer our situation. So to involve the divine in our situation is to pray. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. When we go to the book of Acts chapter 12 from verse 1 to verse 5, we read about the disciples. We read about the children of God. During that time the Bible tells me that King Herod was busy killing them. And he killed James. So the time when he killed James it didn't mean anything to the church. They just took it maybe to say that he's been killing the people of God. But when he touched Peter, he went ahead and arrested Peter. And because it was the time of unleavened bread, he, he couldn't kill him at that time. So Peter was thrown into prison. So when Peter was thrown into prison, this now made the church to wake up. The, it clicked to the church. The Bible tells me that the church prayed for Peter without ceasing. They prayed for him without stopping. They prayed for him without getting tired. He was thrown into prison. And the Bible tells me that where in that prison, he was uh, in uh, uh, four quaternions, whereby he, he was kept in between two soldiers. And outside the door, there were also two soldiers, meaning Peter could not escape. No matter how his friends maybe would have come to steal him, still they wouldn't have done it. So the best the church did was to pray. There are things that we cannot do physically, but there are things that we can do spiritually. There are places where we cannot enter physically, but spiritually we can enter. Hallelujah. So the church prayed. The church involved the divine. So as the church prayed, the Bible tells me that there was an angelic visitation. As Peter was sleeping in between the soldiers, the angel of God came and woke him up and kept the soldiers asleep. I'm sure they dreamt the dreams that they've never dreamt before. They were fast asleep. Peter was in the chains. He was set loose. That's what prayer does. There is power in prayer. Pa prayer does the impossible. Hallelujah. That which man cannot do, prayer is able to do. Hallelujah. You and I are in this place this morning because somebody prayed for our salvation. We don't even know who did that, but prayer did it for us. Hallelujah. So as Peter was going out with the angel of God, they, they were still soldiers by the door. They could see the power of play, prayer. So Peter was released. When he went to his friends where they were, busy praying, busy interceding, he knocked on the door. They ignored because they were in prayer. They knocked. He knocked again. A girl went to open the door. 
She was excited. She was amazed. She went and told them that is Peter. They forgot that they had been praying for Peter. They said, is that not a ghost? It can't be Peter. But you've been praying. That's what prayer does. Prayer that can do the impossible. When you are told that this cannot happen, prayer makes it happen. And I said, pray without ceasing. Because sometimes being weary can cause you to cease. Faint, be, uh, being faint-hearted can cause you to, see, to cease. Being in pain can cause you to cease. We read about Jesus Christ himself when he was in the garden of Gethsemane. It wasn't an easy moment. But he still prayed. The Bible tells me that even when he was in agony, he was in agony, that his soul was exceedingly sorrowful unto death, but he still prayed. The Bible tells me that he prayed to the Father that if it be possible, let this cup pass. Yet not my will, but your will be done. Hallelujah. So in every situation, pray without ceasing. As I come to the end, the Bible tells me in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, that be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication, make your request known unto God. Hallelujah. You know, most of us are in panic. Most of us are anxious of what is going on, of what we are hearing, of what is being said, of what we are seeing. But the Bible is saying, let us not be anxious of all those things. Hallelujah. But by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let us make our request known unto God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are being called to pray. And not just to pray, but to pray without ceasing. I repeat that we are on a journey. And it's not easy. It's not an easy road. We are traveling to heaven. There are trials and temptations. Hallelujah. There are thorns on the way. But be assured that Jesus walks beside us. Jesus is our strength on the way. Hallelujah, Jesus is our example. We are talking about the king of kings who left the heavens and came to this planet earth even when he had all the power to do whatever he could but he still prayed. He still involved God in his life. What more of you and I we are being called to pray. It is time to pray. It is time to involve the divine in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the heavens, in the highest. Hallelujah. Our miracle waking God. The Bible tells me that he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, Above all, we can ever ask of or imagine. Hallelujah. So imagine what you are praying for. God is able to do it even beyond. 
Hallelujah. Pray without ceasing. Remove the thought which is saying, I've been praying for this thing ever since I came to tell you that pray without ceasing. Delay is not denial. The Bible tells me in the book of Luke chapter 18, where he gave a parable of the widow. The, the Bible tells me that Jesus spoke a parable that men always ought to pray and never lose heart. He gave a, a, a parable of a widow that she kept on going to the judge that the judge may avenge her of her adversaries. And this judge never feared God nor regarded man. But the woman kept on going to him because she knew that he was the only person to help her during that time. I want to think that maybe she would go there during the day and she would be chased out. Come tomorrow, she wouldn't get tired. Even tomorrow she would go. Come in the afternoon, she would still go. Come the other day, she would still go. Until that judge said, let me avenge her, lest she weary me. The Bible says, Jesus said, hear what the unjust judge said. Will not God avenge his own elect who cry to him day and night that though he bears long, he shall avenge them speedily. May God richly bless us. Hallelujah. Allow me to pray. Hallelujah. Mighty heavenly Father, Yahweh, the keeper of our lives, we bless you, we honor you, we worship you, we glorify you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we say thank you, Lord God Almighty, for the time that you alone gave us, oh God, even to hear your word, I pray. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, that may you alone revive our inner man, oh God. I pray the spirit of prayer upon each one of us. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that we shall pray. Pray without ceasing in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray that may you alone strengthen our feeble knees in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless you, we honor you, and we worship you in Jesus' mighty name. I speak a blessing upon the people's church in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, we pray with our hearts full of thanksgiving. Amen and amen.